Hey, uh, listen up. I have came up with this idea to read the word, uh, to listen, repeat, and get absorbed, get soaked, and blessed in the word. So it's me reading the Bible with pauses, so you listen, speak, and understand. So it's an interactive uh, experience of engaging with the Bible. But you can do just practical things around the house. General chores, washing up. So you, when your brain is on autopilot, you want to be soaked in the word. And to repeat the word, uh, to follow. So this is a, a great way to do this. So I hope you um, get something out of it. Luke 7. When Jesus had finished saying all these things to the people, he went to Capernaum. A Roman officer there had a servant who he was very dear to him. But the servant was sick and was about to die. When the officer heard about Jesus, he sent some Jewish elders to ask him to come and heal his servant. They came to Jesus and begged him earnestly. This man really deserves your help. He loves your people. And he himself has built a synagogue for us. So Jesus went with them. He was not far from the house. when the officer sent friends to tell him. So don't trouble yourself. I do not deserve to have you come into my house. Neither do I consider myself worthy to come to you in person. Just give the order and my servant will get well. I too am a man placed under the authority of superior officers and have soldiers under me. I order this one go and he goes. I order that one come and he comes. And I order my slave, do this, and he does it. Jesus was surprised when he heard this. He turned around to the crowd and said to, to him that were following, I tell you, I've not found faith like this, not even in Israel. The messenger went back to the officer's house and found the servant well.
Soon afterwards, Jesus went to a town called Nain, accompanied with his disciples and a large crowd. Just as they had arrived at the gate, of the walled town a funeral procession was coming out the dead man was the only son of a woman who was a widow and a large crowd from the town was with her When the Lord saw her, his heart was filled with pity. And he said to her, don't cry. Then he walked over and touched the coffin. And the men carrying it stopped. Jesus said, young man, get up. Get up, I tell you. The dead man sat up and began to talk. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. They were all filled with fear and praised God. A great prophet has appeared before us. They all said, God has come to save his people. This news about Jesus went throughout the whole country and surrounding territory. When John's disciples told them about all these things, He called to them and sent them to the Lord to ask him, Are you the one John said was going to come? Or should we expect someone else? When they came to Jesus, they said, John the Baptist sent us to ask if you were the one he said was going to come or if we should expect someone else. At that time Jesus cured many people of sickness, disease, and of evil spirits, and gave sight to the blind. He answered John's messengers, go back and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind can see, the lame can walk, Those who suffer skin diseases are made clean. 
the deaf can hear and the dead have been raised to life. And the good news has been preached to the poor. How happy are those who have no doubts about me. After John's messengers had left, Jesus began to speak about him, addressing the whole crowd. When he went out to John in the desert, what did you expect to see? A blade of grass bending in the wind? What did you go out to see? A man dressed with smart clothes? People who dress like that live in luxury, in palaces. Tell me, what, what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, indeed, but you saw much more than just a prophet. For John is the one whom the scriptures say, God said, I will send my messenger ahead of you to open a way for you. I tell you, Jesus added, John is greater than any man who has ever lived. But he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than John. All the people heard him. And especially the tax collectors were the ones who had obeyed God's righteous demands and had been baptised by John. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law rejected God's purpose for themselves and refused to be baptised by John. Jesus continue, continued, Now to what can I compare the people of this day? What are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace. One group shouts to the other. We played me wedding music for you. But you wouldn't dance. We sang funeral songs. But you wouldn't cry. John the Baptist came fasted and drank no wine and you said 
he has a demon in him. The Son of Man came, and he ate and drank and, and said, And you said, look at this man. He's a glutton and a drunkard. A friend of tax collectors and other outcasts. God's wisdom, however, by all who accept it. A Pharisee invited Jesus to have dinner with him and Jesus went to his house and sat to eat. In that town was a woman who lived a very sinful life. She heard that Jesus was in the Pharisee's house. So she brought an alabaster jar full of perfume, stood behind Jesus by his feet, crying, weeping, and wetting his feet with her tears. Then she dried his feet with her hair, kissed them and poured the perfume on them. When the Pharisee saw this, he said to himself, If this man really were a prophet, he would know who this woman is. Who is touching him? He would know what kind of sinful life she lives. Jesus spoke up and said to him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Yes, teacher, he said, tell me. There were two men who owed money to a money lender. Jesus began. One owed him 500 silver coins and the other one owed him 50. Neither of them could pay him back. So he cancelled the debts of both. Which one, then, will love him more? I suppose, answered Simon. I suppose it's the one who was forgiven more. You were right, said Jesus. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I 
I came into your home and you gave me no water for my feet. But she has washed my feet with her tears and dried them with her, her hair. You did not welcome me in with a kiss. But she has not, not stopped kissing my feet since I came in. You provided no olive oil for my head. But she has covered my feet with perfume. I tell you then that the great love that she has shown proves that proves that her many sins have been forgiven. But whoever has been forgiven little shows only a little love. Then Jesus said to the woman, Your sins are forgiven. The others sitting at the table began to say to themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? But Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Now go in peace. Luke 8 Sometime later, Jesus travelled through towns and villages, preaching the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve disciples went with him, and so did some women who had been healed of evil spirits. Mary, who was called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had been driven out, Joanne, whose husband, Chusa, was an officer in Herod's court. And Susanna, and many other women who used their own resources to help Jesus and his disciples. People kept coming to Jesus from one town after another. And when a great crowd gathered, Jesus told this parable. Once there was a man who went out to sow corn. As he scattered the seed out to the to sow the corn, some fell on the path and were stepped on, and the birds ate them up. 
Some of it fell on rocky ground. And when the plants sprouted, they dried up. Because the soil was not moist. Some of the seeds fell amongst the thorn bushes. Which grew up with the plants and choked them. And some seeds fell in good soil. And the plants grew and produced corn. A hundred grains each. And Jesus concluded, Listen then if you have ears. The disciples asked him what this parable meant. And he answered, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But to the rest it comes by means of parables, so that they may look but not see, listen but not understand. This is what the parable means. The seed is the word of God. The seeds that fell along the path stand for those that hear, but the devil comes and takes the message away, takes it away from their hearts in order to keep them from believing and being completely saved. The seeds that fell on the rocky ground stand for those who hear the message and receive it gladly, but it does not sink deep into them. They believe only for a while, but when the time of testing comes, they fall away. The seeds that fall up among the thorny bushes stand for those who hear, but the worries and riches and pleasures of this life crowd in and choke them, and their fruit never ripens. The seeds that fell in good soil stand for those that hear the message, retain it and are obedient to the calling, persisting until they bear fruit. No one lights a lamp and covers it with a bowl or puts it under a bed. 
Instead, he puts it on a lampstand. Stand. So the people will see the light as they come in. Whatever is hidden away will be brought out into the open. And whatever is covered up will be found and brought to light. Be careful then how you listen. Because whoever has something will be given more. But whoever has nothing will have taken away from him even the little he thinks he has. Jesus' mother and brothers came to him. but were unable to get to him because of the crowd. Someone said to Jesus, your mother and your brothers are standing outside. I want to see you. Jesus said to them all, My mother and my brother, my brothers, are those who bear the word of God and obey it. One day Jesus got into a boat with his disciples and said to them, let's go across to the other side of the lake. As they were sailing, Jesus fell asleep. Suddenly a strong wind blew on the lake and the boat began to fill with water so that they were all in great danger. The disciples went to Jesus and woke him up. saying, Master, Master, we're about to die. Jesus got up and gave an order to the wind. And the stormy waters died down into a great calm. Then he said to his disciples, Where is your faith? But they were amazed and afraid and said to one another, Who is this man? He gives orders to the winds and the waves and they obey him. Jesus and his disciples sailed on over
the territory of Gervasa, which is across the lake from Galilee. As Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a man from the town who had demons in him. For a long time this man had gone without clothes and would not stay at home, but spent his time in burial caves. When he saw Jesus, he gave a loud cry, threw himself down at his feet and shouted, Jesus, Son of the Most High God, what do you want from me? I beg you. Don't, whatever you do, punish me. He said this because that Jesus had ordered the evil spirit to go out of him. Many times it had seized him. And even though he was kept a prisoner, his hands and his feet fastened with chains, he would break the chains and be driven by the demons out into the desert. Jesus asked him, what is your name? My name is Mob, he answered. Because many demons had gone into him. The demons begged Jesus not to send them into the abyss. There was a large number of pigs nearby feeding. So the demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs. They went out to the man and into the pigs. All the herd rushed down the side of the cliff and fell into the lake and drowned. The men who had been taking care of the pigs saw all this happen before them. So they ran off and spread the news in the town nearby. People went out to see what had happened. And when they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had been. Had gone out sitting at the feet of Jesus. clothed and in his right mind. They all became afraid. Those who had seen it told the people how the man had been cured. 
Then all the people from that territory asked Jesus to go away because they were terribly afraid. So Jesus got into the boat and left. The man from whom the demons had gone begged Jesus, let me come with you. But Jesus sent him away saying, go back home and tell the people what God has done for you. Then the man went through all the towns telling the people what Jesus had done for him. When Jesus returned to the other side of the lake, the people welcomed him because they had all been waiting for him to return. Then a man named Jairus arrived. He was an official in the local synagogue. He threw himself down at Jesus' feet and begged him to go to his home because his only daughter, who was 12 years old, was dying. As Jesus went along, people crowded him from every side. Among them was a woman who had suffered from severe bleeding for 12 years. She had spent all she had on doctors. But no one had been able to cure her. She came up in the crowd behind Jesus and touched the edge of her, his cloak. And her bleeding stopped at once. Jesus asked, who touched me? Everyone denied it and Peter said, Master, the people are all around you and crowding in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I knew it when power went out of me. The woman saw that she had been found out. So she came forwards trembling and threw herself at Jesus' feet. And there in front of everybody, she told him why she had touched him. And now she was healed at once. Jesus said to her, my daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While Jesus was saying this, a 
A messenger came from the official's house. Your daughter has died, he told Jarius. Don't bother the teacher any longer. But Jesus heard this and said to Jarius, Don't be afraid. Only believe and she will be well. When he arrived at the house, he would not let anyone go with him except Peter, John and James and the child's parents. Everyone there was crying and mourning. Jesus said, Don't cry, the child is not dead. She's only sleeping. They all laughed at him. Because they knew she was dead. But Jesus took her by the hand and called out. Get up, my child. Her life returned and she got up at once. And Jesus suggested they, she eat something. Her parents were astounded. And Jesus commanded them not to tell anyone what had happened. Jesus called the twelve disciples. and gave them power and authority to drive out demons and to cure diseases. Luke 9 Then he sent them out to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. After saying to them, Take nothing for your journey. No stick, beggar's bag, no food. No money or an extra shirt. Wherever you are welcome, stay in that house until you leave that town. But wherever people do not welcome you, leave that town by shaking dust off your feet. Make this as a warning to them. The disciples left and travelled through all the villages, preaching the good news, healing people everywhere they went. When Herod, the ruler of Galilee, heard about all these things, he was very confused. Because some people were saying that John the Baptist 
that come back to life. Others were saying that Elijah had appeared. And others said a prophet from a long ago had come back to life. Herod said, I had John's head cut off. But who is this man I hear these things about? And he kept trying to, trying to see Jesus. The apostles came back and told Jesus everything they had done. He took them with him. And they went off by themselves to a town called Bethesda. When the crowds heard about it, they followed him. He welcomed them, spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed it. When the sun was starting to set, the twelve disciples came to him and said, Send the people away so that they can go to the villages and farms. find food and lodgings because this is a very remote area but Jesus said to them you yourselves give them some food to eat they answered all we have is five loaves and two fish Do you want us to go and buy food for this huge crowd? There was about 5,000 men. Jesus said to his disciples, Jesus said to his disciples, Make the people sit down in groups of 50. After they did this, Jesus took the five loaves and the two fish, looked up to heaven and thanked God for them, broke them and gave them to the disciples. To distribute to the people. They all ate and had enough. And the disciples took up twelve baskets of what was left over. One day when Jesus was praying alone, the disciples came to him. Who do you say, who do the crowd say I am? He asked them. Some say that you were John the Baptist, they answered. 
Others say that you're Elijah. While others say that you were a prophet from long ago. That has suddenly come back to life. What about you? He asked them. Who do you say I am? Peter answered. You are God's Messiah. Then Jesus gave them strict orders not to let, not to tell. anyone about this. He also said to them, the Son of Man must suffer much and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law. He will be put to death. But three days later, he will rise to life. And he said to them all, If anyone wants to come with me, he must forget himself and take up the cross every day and follow me. For whoever wants to save his own life will lose it. But whoever loses life for my sake will actually save it. Will a person gain anything if he wins the whole world? or is himself lost or defeated? Of course not. If a person is ashamed of me and of my teaching, then the Son of Man is ashamed of him. And when he comes in his glory, and the glory of the Father. And of the holy angels. I show you that there are some here. Who will not die until they have seen the kingdom of God. About a week after Jesus had said all these things. He took Peter, John and James up a large hill so they could pray. While he was praying, his face changed its appearance and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly two men were talking with him. They were Moses and Elijah. 
appeared in heavenly glory and talked with Jesus in the way in which he would soon fulfill God's purpose by dying in Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were sound asleep. But they woke up and saw Jesus' glory. And the two men who were standing with him. As the men were leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, how good it is that we are here. We will make three tents. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them with its shadow. The disciples were afraid as the cloud covered them. And a voice said from the cloud, This is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. When the voice stopped, there was Jesus all alone. The disciples kept quiet about all this. and told no one at that time anything they had seen. Next day, Jesus and his three disciples went back down the hill, only to be met by a large crowd of people. A man shouted from the crowd, Teacher, I beg you, look at my son, my only son. A spirit attacks him with a sudden shout and throws him into a fit and makes him foam at the mouth. It keeps on hurting him. and will barely let him go. I begged your disciples to drive him out, but they couldn't. Jesus answered, Oh, how unbelieving and wrong you people are. How long must I stay with you? How long do I have to put up with you? Then he said to the man, Bring your son here. As the boy was coming towards Jesus, 
the demon threw him down on the ground. Jesus gave command to the evil spirit. Healed the boy and gave the boy back to the father. All the people were amazed at the mighty power moving through Jesus. The people were still marvelling at everything Jesus was doing. When he said to his disciples, Don't forget what I am about to tell you. The Son of Man is going to be handed over to the power of men. But the disciples didn't know what he meant. It had been hidden from them, so they would not understand. And they were uncertain about asking him any more questions. An argument broke out among his disciples. As to which one of them was the greatest. Jesus knew what they were thinking. So he took a child, stood him by his side and said to them, Whoever welcomes this child in my name welcomes me. Whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. For he who is least among you is actually the greatest. John spoke up, Master, we saw a man driving out demons in your name. And we told him to stop it because he wasn't one of the group. Don't try to stop him, Jesus said. Because whoever is not against us is for us. As the time drew nearer, when Jesus would be taken to heaven, he made up his mind and set out on his way to Jerusalem. He sent messages ahead of him, who went into a village in Samaria to get everything ready for him. The people there would not receive him, because it was clear that he was on his way to Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us call to do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? 
Jesus turned and rebuked them. Then Jesus and his disciples went on to another village. As they went on their way, a man said to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds have nests. But the Son of Man has nowhere to lie down or rest. He said to another man, Follow me. But the man said, Sir, I must first go back and bury my father. Jesus answered, Let the dead bury the dead. You go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another man said, I will follow you, sir. But let me first go back to my family to say goodbye. Jesus said to him, Anyone who starts to plough and then keeps looking back is of no use to the kingdom of God.